Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper, Beef Jerky, live in New York City, Thursday, September 28th. Those are facts. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager there, and Jason McCourty, of course. We previewed Thursday Night Football earlier in the show. We will continue to talk about Packers-Lions, which we'll see tonight. But there are a couple other games that hold our interest in Mm -hmm. terms of a very special brand of football that you're just so surprised to see things start out the way that they did this season. Kyle Brandt, I tee you up with the Chicago Bears. Okay. It's just not great. No, not at all. But uh, listen, the fact remains that the, the Bears are home underdogs against a team that gave up 70 points last week. That's going to never happen in NFL mm-hmm. history. Underdogs. They're underdogs at Soldier Field mm-hmm. against the Broncos who gave up 70 last week. Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable. I know. Uh, that's one of two games with yeah. endless teams this weekend. Let's talk about it. Time for the late block. Out in Chicago on Sunday, the Bears will host the Broncos. Both teams are winless. They're both coming off very bad losses. That's a very different kind of than just a loss. A bad loss tastes different a couple days later. Yesterday, both quarterbacks from each team spoke about that getting the first win, what it would mean for their team this season. We're both 0-3, so um, we're both, you know, one in that first one in the season, so um, it's going to be scrappy. Uh, and it's going to come down to who, who executes more uh, situationally. Um, you know, there's more takeaways and stuff like that. So, you know, we all the we we all know the things that you know go into uh, winning a game. So we just got to take care of those details. You know, the reality is is that we we, we felt like we had we've had a couple games we should have won. That's the truth. Um, you know, we felt like we, there's two two that we could have won for sure. And um, you know, last game we didn't we didn't play our best. But uh, the reality is is that we got we got to go again on Sunday and get the strap on the pads and do what we what we love to do and, and hopefully put on a show. 
Well, the reality is also that the hype on both of these teams going into this season was through the roof, uh, considering they had a head coaching change in one of the cities and number one overall pick traded away, which meant the commitment to Justin Fields was through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yet they're both still winless, winless. So what's been a bigger surprise so far this season? Kyle, for you, has it been the Broncos starting this way or the Chicago Bears? The Bears. Yeah. Do you rem- oh, Bears. Remember there was a time, and it was in August, and everything was just fitting for the Bears, all right? Rodgers is gone, and everything in the Bears in terms of their personnel is just working. Like Tremaine Edmonds paid a bunch of money. He's going to be a monster yeah. at middle linebacker. And we paid Cole Komet, and he's going to jump up to be a, a playmaker. This tackle we drafted, Darnell Wright from Tennessee, is a mauler. He's, you know, he's finishing plays in camp, and this is going to be great. And we're doing the DJ, blah, 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 blah. It all made sense. And some people, like, I, I don't want to sling mud here, but blowhards in the media were talking about it. There is a juice here. Last year's dead and buried. To hell with it. You step on this campus right here. There are new guys. There is new energy. And so much of it is about the headliners. Number one to number two. The Justin Fields, the DJ Moore thing has been lightning already. There is electricity on this campus right now. Bears Packers week one, guys. This Bears team will be ready. And they are very, very talented. They got destroyed by the Packers week one. It was never a game. It was over in five minutes. After I finished that, the, the, the George Hallis statue fell over in the front of Hallis Hall, and they're still trying to pick it up. I love you guys. I love the organization. It's just been bitterly, bitterly disappointing. You know, the Denver thing is like, all right, so a new head coach came in. You don't really know how that's going to change. We got so many new players going for you in Chicago, and it's the second year, and it's defense, and the same coordinator. Like, you just check all those boxes. Same coordinator. Yeah, yeah the defense is settling in. We did this. We did this. Uh, it's just nothing has panned out. There's no one who could have thought it would be 0-3. 0-3 would have seemed laughable, let alone this type of 0-3 in which the games are just not competitive. It's really frustrating. So it's not a positive topic, Peter. I hope they turn it into a positive, but I, I don't have much to say right now. Does anybody? No, I, the Bears are a tough watch, too. If Taylor Swift's not in that, that, that stadium, yeah. I don't know if anyone's even... Imagine all the Swifties who watch a football game that it wouldn't normally. They must be like, wow, the Bears are terrible. Yeah. Like, what is this? I thought the NFL was competitive. No basis for comparison. Just that's what they saw. That's the like, first game? They're like, I thought the other team was supposed to score. Imagine those Swifties who are watching the Bears, and now they get the Jets offense. Oh, my Sunday. gosh. Yeah. Watch a football game. Mm. Um, it's not our best product. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Bears was a... Leaping a, a lot of faith for people. Like they won, they lost their last ten games last yeah. year. Yeah. The Broncos lost twelve different games by one score or less. Mm. They were in those games and they were there. And you think, well, the difference was clock management and psychological stuff mm. with the turns. The end. Of the, you give them a Super Bowl champion coach, and that'll get them over the hump in at least half of those games. What's surprising for me with the Broncos is that they came out week one, they lost a very strange game at home to the Raiders Mm -hmm. where they were winning and then they lost it. Mm. Week two, they were up big on the Commanders, gave away a lead. And then week three just fell off a cliff and lost by 50 and gave up 70 points. What's scary to me is that it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. They're going in the wrong direction. So last year when Nathaniel Hackett was the coach, 12 losses by one score or or less, including a pair of one-point defeats, and Peyton obviously came out this summer and said it was one of the worst coach teams. Well, dude, what are we doing here? If that's the case, we're going in the wrong direction with this one. Now, the positive is that you beat the Bears, you're one and three. You beat the Jets next week, you're two, two and, and three. three. You're almost right back there. But I have no confidence they're going to beat the Bears. This this defense last week could not stop anything. And, you know, 
Vance Joseph's a proud guy. Sean Payton's a proud guy. Those defenders, you've got guys like Pat Sertan, who everyone's talking about as the best corner mm-hmm. in football. They give up 70 points. I, pr- I promise you, mm-hmm. I promise you, Rod Woodson and Deion Sanders never gave up 70 points in a game. <laughs> um, so you look at these people, you look at these personalities. The talent is there. The coach is so surprising, disappointing. I think the Broncos could have won one of those games at home against the Raiders, the Commanders, or at least been competitive against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. To be blown out by 50 points, like, I'm shocked. And it's, as you know, I know Sean Payton very well. I'm shocked they're 0-3 right now. I thought they were going to come out of the gates hot and be a team that no one wanted to face. Are you surprised? The opposite. There, there was no firings? There was no, like, we're going to change. Like, we have to do something. Like, because he came out and said no. Yeah, he stuck by his guys. And he's taking sure. the 70-point loss on the chin, and I, he showed a little testiness on Sunday to the local media, mm-hmm. and I saw Brandon Stokely had some comments. Yeah. Like, you don't talk to the national media like you do to the local media, and there's some of that dynamic. I think that's secondary. Um, and I think they believe in the guys they got, both on the field and off, but, like, you don't want to see Garrett Bowles crying on a locker. Oh, that was tough. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. I've been here seven years. All I've ever done lost. is lost. It's, it sucks. It's it's sucks. We're, we're still in yeah. September, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's 100% the Broncos and Sean Payton. And to your point, I don't think you fire anybody. Like, these are the okay. people you went out and got, and you're only three weeks into the season, so there's a lot going on. But, Kyle, I took your advice when answering this question. You always look to the quarterback and the head coach. And with the Denver Broncos, you have a quarterback who has won a Super Bowl yeah. and a head coach who has won a Super Bowl. When Sean Payton got to New Orleans Saints back in 06, they won, They were 3-0 and to start the season. They ended up playing in the NFC Championship game. So I think when he walks in, he's a made man. He was highly coveted. They traded away a first and a second round draft pick to get Sean Payton to be their head coach. It wasn't just he was a free agent. You went and like, all right, you did your interviews. Like, no, you had to give up something to get him to be your head coach. And I've been a part of organizations when head coaches come in, and it's a whole process. The guy before, he puts up all of his signs and his do your job, his trust, and it's be a pro, and there's a Super Bowl trophy, all of this stuff. The next guy comes in, he's like, oh, this guy was trash. Worst coach, takes all his signs down, he puts his up. Culture and all the same things, <laughs> just synonyms of all the same words. But when Sean Payton walks Culture. in the door, it's different though because it's not like there's this hotshot coordinator that came over where he had a quarterback who was one of the best in the league and one of the best wide receivers. It's like, all right, well, he was behind McVay, so let's see what he really has. Yeah. Sean Payton shows up, it's just like, all right, he's done it. Like, uh-huh. We're going to listen to him, we're buying in right away. And to your point, Shrix, we just haven't seen any results. That last game of seeing absolutely no fight from a team is like to me. That's a reflection of the coaching there of guys knowing that I have to perform, or when I show up on Monday, I, I'm losing my job. Something's going to happen, and we haven't seen that from the Broncos mm. so far. It is the Broncos, but I, I think it, a lot of it is because the expectation for the Bears from last season was still, to me, basement level stuff. And I get that Kool Aid that you drink when sure. you show up at a training camp and you oh see the God, energy. Oh my God, it's the best. Especially, <laughs> it's, it's very uh, intoxicating. Um, I just didn't drink the Kool Aid for the Broncos over the summer because they. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was to make a head coaching change, but I was really off-put by what Sean Payton said about Nathaniel Hackett. It just still has not sat right with me ever since I heard it. I don't like the things that Sean Payton has said, even about his team proclaiming we're going to go to the playoffs right away. It's like, I understand that that could be from around. Put that on your poster then in the in the locker room. To say it out loud, to be followed up by the fact that you just called out the previous regime for being the worst job, you are setting a very specific standard, Sean Peyton, that you are now going to be held to that standard, and it's not pretty. I mean, 70 points 
to be allowed is not an even offensive defense problem. That's that is a systematic problem uh, to go up and lose a game like that. I am also curious for the Russell Wilson experience. And is anyone calling Pete Carroll to be like, how do we do this? How do we untap? Because we have not seen a Russell Wilson that we expected that he got paid for. In years, we have not seen this. And it was Daryl Bevel was the offensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. Peter, when he was in Seattle. Now the passing game coordinator for the Dolphins. And look what the Dolphins are doing this season. So, like, are we calling up Daryl Bevel to be like, how do we handle this? How do we get Russell Wilson back on track? Picturing Sean Payton being asked, can you call up Daryl Bevel for advice? (laughs) Someone's got to know. Sean Payton would laugh and say, I don't think Pete and Russ's relationship ended that well either, too. I don't know if he's distributing. Well, call up somebody that's going to get him in his right mind to be playing differently than he's playing right now. You know, the criticism online now is, is that Russ. what is what is Sean Payton without Drew Brees? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think they won a lot of games with Teddy Bridgewater and Jameis at the end there and Taysom Hill, and they patched it together. But um, <laughs> this is what, it, hey, if the Broncos lose to the Bears. What happens? There's some real look-in-the-mirror stuff. Like, what was this experiment from the start? Like, right. you can't lose to the Bears, even if it didn't Soldier Field. I'm looking at, like, when is the Sean Payton explosion going to happen? Might. Yeah. Last week was just this little pre-tremor. Yeah. He was just annoyed, and they locked up 70 points. Actually, it could have been way worse. I mean, if you lose to Chicago and Justin Fields is running around making plays and now you're 0-4, like, yeah. what are we doing? It's, Even from Broncos' management standpoint, you bring Sean Payton over, and I'm sure you listen to everything he says, yeah. and you're all bought in. Like, hey, whatever you need, like, we're in it. If you're looking at all four in the way mm-hmm. it's transpired, what if we just, like, just hire? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the financial commitment to the coach and the quarterback Oof. in this specific setting is remarkable, yeah, it too. Is. It's long and it's expensive. That's I'll true. Go, I'll go one more here. What if Justin Fields can't move the ball against this Broncos defense? Yeah. Right. Do they just give oh, up 70? Right. <laughs> I, he, listen. He, last year, it, this, the reason we all bought in is because he was like one of the best shows in the world. They yeah. lost 10 in a row, but every week you got to show Agreed. up and see what Fields is doing. This week, this year, you turn it on, and he drops back to pass. He is uh, indecisive, mm-hmm. joyless, mm-hmm. tight. Like, I, it doesn't resemble even 2022 Justin Fields. And so I think it just still goes back to robotic and the coaching. I've said from the second that happened, that's the most candid thing he's ever said. Mm-hmm. It's maybe the only candid thing he's ever said. And he went back and doubled coaching, back and said, I didn't mean to say it. See, that's BS. That's posturing. That was him being like, wait, I need to change it. The first one was the one I liked, where the coaching is annoying. He didn't say annoying, but there was an intimation. There's too much coaching. I feel robotic. He looks robotic. So... God, it's almost like you're like, Justin, just, just run around. Just do anything other than stand there and then throw it to nobody. I, I think the Broncos are going to win the game. I For do. two winless teams, incredibly watchable and entire. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know you've got Dolphins, Bills, and you've got yeah. Cowboys, Commanders. I'm like, this game. Not Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be tuning into this yeah. one, too. This has a combustible. Wow. Very good. Oh, Very like good. That. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. (laughs) Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. It is now time for another beautiful Thursday tradition. It's Throwdown Thursday. All right. Let's keep it to Thursday Night Football. Bigger story this season. Guys, what do you think? Jared Goff or Jordan Love? Very Ooh. simple. Goff or Love? I love that. Um, all right, I'm going with Jordan Love. And the reason I'm going with Jordan Love is because him and the Green Bay Packers, whoa, that's loud. Fight! Fight! There we go. Looks really like good. That. Street Fire back in my childhood days. Um, they overcame the 80-20 rule. And you say to yourself, all right, what's the 80-20 hmm. rule? What's that? When you're in a relationship, you're with somebody and you feel like they're that person. They got 80% of what you want. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a little bit of a wondering eye. You see somebody else and they possess that 20% that is so fleeting. And it's the 20% that you feel like you've been looking for. (laughs) But whenever you leave the 80 for the 20, it doesn't turn out well. Well, for the Green Bay Packers, so far it has. They had Rodgers. They felt like, all right, we love this guy. He's our guy. But there's something about this Jordan Love kid that we absolutely love. And we had to move up in the first round to go get this guy. He joined the team. They started the relationship off slow, getting to know each other, going on those dates, just really figuring out who one another, what makes you tick, how do you get going. And then this year they've unleashed it. And Jordan Love has been really good, bringing his team back in the fourth quarter to beat the New Orleans Saints last week. I think that is the storyline. When you can overcome the 80-20 rule, you're doing something. You got something cooking. For that reason, I'm going with Jordan Love. I think golf was the story last year. Golf had this great finish to the season. I almost think we came into the season thinking in the NFC, there's Dak, there's Hurts. There's Stafford, and then there's Goff. Like, he was one of those guys. He was a pro bowler last year. He put up the numbers. 
Love was a complete unknown, and the fact that Jordan Love on last Sunday led them on an 18-point comeback in the fourth quarter, it felt like it was a not so much a coming-out party, but it was more of a, hey, here's my flag. I'm planning it on Lambeau, too. I'm going to have some moments as well. I think this is Jordan Love's year, and he's the better story. Jared Goff might be the better quarterback and the better team. Mm. Well, the Love thing's fantastic. And it, it, I talked about the Packers a lot this week that they're the most likable team in the league because they're just unassuming and it's about a team. The Goff thing, though, I, I think is very personal to this show because there are two phases of Jared Goff's career. There's the before and after Jason McCourty ruined his life. Let's now, go! I don't have the play because I just thought of while we're talking. <laughs> but Jared Goff was going to win a Super Bowl, I believe, if Jason did not show up and make a massive play. Jason, just t- just describe play. Get the, v- the VO off. Let's just describe the play. Magical button go ahead. has that play ready at all. So time. here it is. You have this 10-year vet, and he's gone on a journey. He's a six-round draft pick. He's been on some really bad teams. Goes 0 for 16 with the Cleveland Browns. Mm. He gets traded to play alongside his twin brother, a lifelong dream, a childhood dream, if I may say, for these two young men. They make it all the way to the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. and who other than Jason McCourty, the kid that was down and out to make the biggest play of the game. Brandon Cooks is wide open in the end zone. Jared Goff finds him. He goes to his progression. He throws it up deep down the field. Jason McCourty, 20 yards away from the play. All those 10 years coming back in the flash of a second. He runs that ball down. He knocks it away, and he hoists a trophy, the Lombardi trophy. Up for a Super Bowl. I think if you don't do that, I think Jared Goff's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. If not for that play, it was that big of a play. I think the Jared Goff story is not fully complete until he gets back to the Super mm. Bowl, it, especially if you were to do it with Detroit, which would be an all-timer. Jason, you might have ruined his life, but he is back. He He's got back. up. It's why I think until then, I still think it's Jordan Love. It's an amazing thing if he keeps winning. Screw this matchup. I just like that story. That's really good. It's <laughs> really good story. I'm happy you it. did it, Jay. But at Jared Goff, it's sliding doors, man. That would have been a different doors. deal. Yeah. He's on. He's going to Disneyland. He's on the float. I mean, yeah. nope, not today. Want to come, come full circle? Yeah. Jason picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl this uh-huh. year. Do you know who their number two wide receiver is? Brandon, Brandon Lloyd. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Lloyd. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> yeah, they just had to jump in. But you had to. So Go ahead. Say it, Peter. Say it. <laughs> Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Peter never jumps in on me, so he wouldn't know what that's like. It's like, I got So there's something new and fun coming this Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, if you will, from London. The NFL is teaming up with ESPN and Disney to produce a first of its kind, mm-hmm. fully animated Disney Plus Toy Story themed alt cast. For the Jaguars-Falcons game in London. Pretty cool. Wow. This is really cool. Just soak it in. Uh, it's set in the world of Toy Story. The game is played on Andy's bedroom floor, as Let's it should kaboom. be. And characters from the movies will appear on the sidelines. You were really into that, Jason. I could see you were like, trying to watch Every this player movie. had yeah. an vi- Oakley visor on. It was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, of course, this begs the question. We're mm-hmm. looking at beloved uh, matchups or mm-hmm. pairings, if you will, in the Disney world. Do you go to Toy Story when you consider this? Do you go Buzz and Woody? Or do you go a little bit more new age and go Frozen's Anna and Elsa, Jason? Better duo. Blood is thicker than water. I'm going with the sisters. Anna and Elsa, family coming together, figuring it out. There was some adversity there. Uh, Elsa's figuring out who she is, what's going on. Anna's supporting her. She just wants to be around her sister. She wants to be loved. I think that is a duo that is unbeatable. she She has special powers. Like... Woody, but like they're just guys. Like mm. we can figure out how to beat them. I'm going with Anna and Elsa in this. See, one. I I feel like there's a lot of um, I feel like I go decades with Toy Story, and oh, I, to God. finally see the Toy Story universe combined with my decades of football love, there's something real. I feel like Frozen's a new kid in town. Mm-hmm. And it might have been a bigger hit, and it might have been a sensation the last decade, but I feel like 
Sam Spence and John Facenda and Staubach and mm. the Steel Curtain mm. and the 85 Bears. Like, that's how I feel about Toy Story. So I'm going to wow. go with the Toy Story guys because that's where I want to see my duo in the NFL world. Anna and Elsa, they're like the, the Chiefs or some of these mm-hmm. like you know air raid offenses in the college mm-hmm. game. It's too new for me. I don't also like the McDaniel offense at this point. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, Three snaps. I get, fun. Uh, the, you know, in the pairings, they're, they're basically the same characters. Like you have the cooler, sort of more fantastical in the Buzz and Elsa, and then you have the uh. affable, kind of geeky one in the Woody and Anna. Um, I do I do respect that Toy Story has a w- way larger body of work, mm-hmm. n- way more movies, and also side movies. We all have kids here. The short, the Toy Story yes. short, Partysaurus Rex, where they go and play with the bath toys, yeah. is unbelievable. It is so, and, and Buzz and Woody aren't even in it. <laughs> it's t- Rex finally has his moments. <laughs> and my favorite guy in Toy Story is by far Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, you know, He's just a complete ornery old jerk. Way to go, Idaho! However, uh, you know who I'm going to shout out? Shout out to my man, Kristoff. My man, Kristoff. This guy's been through so much bleep with these crazy gals running around, and they're jerking him this way and that way. And, like, Kristoff's just always nice, and he's nervous. When he finally, in Frozen 2, got his own musical number and sang Lost in the Woods, I was like, hell yeah, Kristoff. Take your moment. Talk your bleep. You and your crazy reindeer. And while the other girls are running around making ice castles and leaning on and stuff, Kristoff is where I say, and to bring it back to football, you know who did an incredible portrayal of Kristoff when he hosted Saturday Night Live? J.J. Watt. He was in full Kristoff attire. Mm. Keenan Thompson stole the segment for sure, but J.J. <laughs> was great as Kristoff. That's my guy. I'm going rogue. Do you know that Jonathan Groff does both the voices, the Kristoff and the reindeer? That's he switches. Talented dude. I know. Mm. So talented. So great. Of course, I'm going with the sisters. Why, of course? Because I have. I am one of two girls. I have two uh, girls uh, at home. Uh, I... What, my youngest has the same color hair as Elsa. She thinks she is Elsa right now. She's only two. Uh, it's it's constant in my house. But I do I do not appreciate it. Bat, it didn't sit well on my stomach years ago when I saw it the first time. I don't like the Buzz and Woody dynamic of like, but Woody just wants nothing to do with Buzz when he first gets to town. Mm-hmm. He knows. He's a, 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 an adult toy that knows, I know what I'm doing. I'm being uh, short-minded. I'm being petty. I want him out of here. And Woody, Buzz is just there for, for a good time. He's just trying to be a good friend. He's trying to help the crew get through their problems. Anna and Elsa, they have no idea their issues at the beginning. When, once everything is resolved, they are mm-hmm. thick as thieves, those two. Yeah. Olaf is great. It's totally Anna and Elsa for me. I don't know if he's an adult. Toy. Like that's that's a whole different. That's all. There's jokes about that. I mean, their names are Buzz and Woody. Like and he is like, a grown-up <laughs> toy. That's all he heard. The There's rant. lots of memes about that. The there whole are. Rant. Oh, I was like, no, when's she gonna be that's done? When's she gonna be done? When it's a loaded and, phrase. Yes. It's a morning show, Jamie. Yes. It's, he said it. And don't forget, <laughs> Elsa and Anna's parents killed off in the first ten minutes because that's how Disney does it. Andy doesn't have a dad around either. This is just his mom and his sister. You can never have a full family unit. We have to kill someone. We have to be gone. You can't make any magic unless there's missing parents. I hate it and I resent it, um, but that's how they make the money. The family unit can be <laughs> yeah. non-traditional, Kyle. I know, but they, we can have one movie where the parents don't die in the first ten seconds. And you thought it was Frozen. Look at this adorable family it's with these new. girls and this, 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 this. There's a king and the queen and there. And then, bam, boat crash. They're dead at sea. From like, Bambi to Frozen. Never stop. Boom. <laughs> God, Bambi's mom's brains are all over the way. It's just terrible. Like, that's that's the most creative, wonderful place. You can't make anything without dead parents. Finding Nemo? Try to be Rob, creative. Rob Finding Nemo's up. horrible. One of the worst Nemo's, things ever. Nemo's. He was dark. Dark. You ever, you ever mess with Tarzan? The, the family's eaten alive by wild animals. Like, it's all orphans, these massacred families. Try to be a little more creative. 
Let me skip the line when we go on Space Mountain, please. I, I, meant, I mean anything I said. I'm sorry. I love the movie. I love it. Aladdin, Orphan, Ariel, No Mom, Belle, No Mom. Like we can keep. But you going. love that Mandalorian. I love the Mando. Mando apparently an orphan too. His his, his parents were killed too. And that wasn't even Disney to start. That was Lucas. Where's Grogu's parents? YouTube TV is the new home of NFL Sunday. We know where Kelsey's mom is. Sit next to Taylor. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Our next guest truly needs no introduction, and we don't want to waste time doing it because we want to get to all the topics about Thursday Night Football in particular. He's one of Prime Video's Thursday Night Football analysts in the studio. Please give a warm welcome to Richard Sherman. What up, Richard Sherman? What's up, sir? What up, what up, what up? Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. Good morning to you in Green Bay. Sherm, uh, we're thrilled that it's, it's September, that it's not December for you. So let's just start there. Uh, NFC North Great battle goodness. tonight in Green Bay. Yeah, exactly. One of these teams will be sitting atop the division when all is said and done. We saw what happened last year when these two teams met in week 18. Who has the edge in your mind tonight? I think Detroit. I think Dan Campbell has these boys believing. I think they have a a good team, a good chemistry right now. Uh, Jared Goff is playing some good football. That offensive line is playing real good. Uh, Jamar Gibbs had a, had a great week last week. Um, they have a lot of positive things going for him. Aiden Hutchinson, two sacks last week. Uh, I think they finally believe. 
I, they believe they can get their first division title since I think it's 1993. Um, it's a real fun team, and I think I think Detroit's going to get it. Um, I think Jordan Love is playing really well. His completion percentage uh, needs to obviously improve, but uh, down the stretch last week, he made winning plays with his legs, with his arm, uh, and, and I mean they're a good team. Kenny Clark, uh, Rashawn Gary, they both combined for four sacks last week. We'll we'll see how it goes, but I got Detroit coming out. It's going to be a fun one to watch tonight, especially when it's two teams within the division and the other two teams aren't looking so hot. And Sherm, each and every week we talk about the top DBs on a segment we call the belt. And this past week we talked about Brian Branch for the Lions, how well he played. Probably the best game of the week last week for the DBs. Who would you say is somebody that's playing their best ball so far that you've seen this year? Uh, I, I like Emmanuel Forbes. I like Emmanuel Forbes out there in Washington, the young kids. I don't know how these kids are coming into the league, these rookies, and playing so well so early. You had Sauce last year. You had Tariq Woolen last year. And now you got Emmanuel Forbes out there strapping uh, in Washington. I, I, I just don't get it. When we came in, it was like your rookie year. You know, you're getting, you're getting the lessons. You're getting the lessons from veterans like Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, stuff like that. These dudes coming in and, like, you know, seatbelt <laughs> every week. <laughs> You know what? One of the most interesting and mysterious figures in the whole NFL world is a guy you know well, and it's Andrew Luck. And people who turned into Prime Video last week got this amazing surprise where not only is Andrew showing up on TV, which he doesn't do, he's in the old war soldier costume, and he's got the beard, and he's just being his unique Andrew Luck. Sherm, you go back with this guy. Tell us the behind the scenes, how this came to be, and what did you make of the reaction? Well, it was all Andrew's idea. Uh, Swart, Swartstein, uh, who you just saw in the video, was like, hey, Andrew wants to come on the show if you guys want to have him. And Spoon, our producer, made it happen. You know, they created a segment that allowed him to come on the show. And I would have never gave him credit for having access to that Twitter account with old Andrew Luck. But uh, the more yeah. I think about it and the, the way he wore that outfit, I'm thinking there may be a chance that that maybe a 50 percent chance that he runs that account. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> talk about history. You have history with Andrew Luck. I, before we get to our next question, like you were in San Francisco with Mike McDaniel when he was one of the offensive mm-hmm. assistants. What were your impressions of McDaniel? Did you have any idea that he would someday be this head coach? We've been talking a lot about him this week when he was just uh, the run game coordinator. Did you envision this? No, no, heck no, heck no. Definitely not this soon. I thought he'd get facial hair first. Um, but yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, he was an incredible offensive line. He was a really incredible offensive mind and creative with the scheme and creative with how he drew up and got the concepts in a way he articulated and explained them. Uh, but I, I didn't, I, you know, you, he's just a quirky guy. You, you, I couldn't, I guess head coaches come in different shapes and sizes, but uh, I, I didn't see him getting a head coach and having head coaching job and having success this early. I knew he was an incredible coordinator, an incredible run game coordinator. He could draw it up, but he's doing a fantastic job there. Last week, you could, you could see his creativity uh, on the field. You could see his creativity every week when you see Tyreek Hill motioning or you see uh, a chain uh, coming out coming out the backfield or, or motioning across and getting a fly sweep. He's a really unique human being, a great personality, and I'm, I'm so excited for him. Oh, we love hearing that. Um, all right, into the, the hot-button issue of the week, and it's not Taylor Swift. We're talking about that Philadelphia play on the goal line and all the people online, like, it's a great play. If you don't like it, try to stop it. Mm-hmm. It was called the tush-push. Now it's called the brotherly shove. 
I know you've been vocal on this from a special team standpoint, but like, as a defender and a, one of the most respected defenders in NFL history, what are your thoughts on this play? And everyone at home, the couch potato, saying, if you don't like it, stop it, tough guys. What's your thought? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's tough to stop. It's a tough play to stop. I mean, the QB sneak in general is tough to stop. It, it's definitely tough to stop when you got pushers. Uh, the point I made yesterday on Twitter was it's literally illegal for defenders to, to push a, a, a D lineman into the, the field goal or PAT formation. They made that illegal because guys are getting hurt. You know, it's, it's three, four guys, you know, with all their weight and force on one human being. Guys are getting hurt. And people's argument are nobody's getting hurt from this place. Like, I bet if you went in that training room after the game, you'd see a lot of guys on that table that were involved in that play. But I, I, I just think it's it just it, it, it feels like it's illegal from that point. Like, if, if they want a QB sneak, QB sneak, it's one of the plays that's been in football forever. But when you get the pushers, you get all the extras involved, that's when it gets to, to it gets really dangerous. You know, it gets really dangerous. All that weight, weight on one player. I think last week it might have been Vita, Vita Vea, uh, who had all the weight on him. But, I mean, congrats to them. A lot of teams are trying it and they aren't having success. So it's not just a, you know, plug and play idea. Sure, we mentioned it last Thursday. You got to see the 49ers up close and personal. They're playing some unbelievable football right now. Um, without bias, uh, do you think they are playing the best football right now in the NFL? You can't say without bias. I am biased as ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I definitely think they are. You know, when you talk about both sides of the football, defensively, offensively, uh, you talk about Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy hasn't lost the game in which he started and finished the game regular season our playoffs uh hasn't thrown an interception this season i mean he might have thrown some that he probably should have been intercepted but you know he's living right uh, defensively you talk about nicholas john bolsa javon hargraves has made an immediate impact all pro fared warner talanoa hufanga uh the corners charverius ward diamador De- lenore i could go on and on and i haven't even mentioned the reigning defense player of the year nicholas john bolsa uh, but you definitely got to give credit to Miami and Mike McDaniel for what they're able, to, what they've been able to do. Tua is looking like an MVP candidate. Uh, their offense is rolling, regardless of if Jalen Waddle played or not. Uh, they got Jalen Ramsey coming back soon, so they're going to be even more formidable. Big Banjo is starting to starting to put his imprint on this season, uh, week in and week out. So I think those are the two best teams in football right now. Obviously, you can never discount the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, and Patrick Mahomes, but. I, I definitely feel like San Francisco is the bee's knees right now. Ah, mm. cats meow. Sherm, quickly, because you know the team so well, <laughs> have you seen Kyle Brandt's take that Brock Purdy is AI? And can you confirm or deny this if Good you question. know the team so well? I cannot confirm or deny any allegations of Brock Purdy being He's in on it. intelligence. I, oh. I just <laughs> he does not bleed. He does not blink. I don't think that's a human being, Sherm. I, I think he it. is a robot of artificial intelligence. It's just too incredible. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle Shanahan has to keep uh, he has the joysticks. <laughs> he does. <laughs> For real. He's telling the truth. Richard Sherman, you're the best. Thank you. Awesome watching tonight. you this season. Enjoy. Enjoy. Appreciate it. Great to see you guys.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.